Well, hey, hey, guys, what's up? What's up? It's Shagara Erica Nicole, and I'm here with episode 121 of Speak Life with Erica Nicole podcast. So y'all know we are into the new year. And last week we heard from Kelly Ramsey. Kelly Ramsey is the CEO and founder of Develop People. And she, in my opinion, is really the set your intentions guru. She can really help you find space in your life for things. She can help you move forward in your goals. When she says she developed people, she really does. And so I'm excited to be here with her today. But I want to check in with you guys. How are you doing? How are you moving forward with your resolutions? If you can see me, I am doing the air quotes. I know you listeners can't see me unless you're over on YouTube, but I'm air quoting that resolution thing. I don't set New Year's resolutions. I definitely set intentions. I have a little talk with Jesus and we make it go. And I was just sharing that with uh, Kelly behind the scenes that there were two areas of my life um, in my business world that I specifically had that conversation with him and I'm going for it. There's some other areas, you know, health and wealth and things like that. But God has blessed me in the marketplace. And I promised that I would not take my hand off the plow in this area. So I'm going to show up. One of the areas he is calling me to go bigger in is the podcast area. And it's so funny because a lot of people are like, Erica, you should monetize. Erica, you should do this. This is ministry. If people want to sow, they sow. But I did not start this podcast for it to be a direct stream of income, if that makes sense. Yet and still, you know, I have the affirmation um, arm candy, which uh, I believe we should wear it like we talk it. And then I have the devotional, the 31 days of healing. And your girl got some new stuff coming out. So that's always going to be a sponsor. But let me get out the way, guys. It is time. My very friend, good friend, Kelly Ramsey is here and she is anxious to finish our conversation and take it to a whole nother level. Hold on. Let me grab her for you. Hey, Kelly. Hey, Erica. How are you this beautiful day? I am inside and staying warm. <laughs> oh, my God. For those of you that do not know, we are in Oklahoma City and we did have, I guess we would call it our first snow. Today, it's warm. It's 25. Yesterday, <laughs> it was nine degrees. The day before that, it was nine degrees. So we are excited to be in the double digits and we're supposed to be climbing a little bit. So that's why Kelly says she is inside and she is warm and I'm happy for it. Well, Kelly, I'm excited because we did part one. You are my first part two segment. I have never had a guest on back to back, but you are here with me because I know we quenched the Holy Spirit. I know we stopped in the midst of um, some conversation that we needed to continue. Um, so we, we called it. We got back on the phone and we said, hey. Let's do it again. And so here we are. So I'm just going to go ahead and kick it off because we already talked about some places that you wanted to expound up on. Yes. So let's talk about really setting those um, intentions this year and seeing them come to pass. That's it. So I am one. I'm just really, really um, honored to be back and to be able to share and I really believe setting intentions is a work that doesn't need to be rushed. So I'm glad we're taking this part two and slowing down a bit and giving you some insight on to how I plan my life. So like I said in um, the first version is this is not a like one on one write down, take all the notes. This is a living, breathing 
way that I have been living and um, making intentions and seeing my goals met. And so um, it didn't change when I became a wife and a mom and went through divorce and life happened and a business owner. It's been my practice for many years and now I've refined the process. So I'm glad to be sharing it with your audience today. I, I'm glad you're sharing it with me because I feel like every time I'm around you, um, I get a little bit more. Uh, you know, the statement that says when the student is ready, the teacher will come. And I can honestly say when I first met you, God, what well, it's been at least 10 years, if not more. Um, when I first met you, I remember you talking about this, but I was really just in the healing process and in the yeah. evolving process and becoming, I was still working a full-time job, dabbling in some side hustles. But now I see the grander aspect of being intentional and really working a plan um, for a more successful life. Yes, yes. And, and I'm glad you said that, um, Erica, because our life is purpose and is designed by God. So that's really where our intention starts. So we start with planning with God, asking the question, what is it that you want me to be doing? What's your purpose for my life, for this year, for this week, for this day? And then we listen, we write it down, and then we begin to plan out the steps still with God, but getting very, very um, Pacific in what he's telling us to write down and to do. So that's where it begins. And for me, my beginning has always been just sitting still and quiet because my life is pretty busy, but sitting still and quiet and just inquiring of God, seeing what is coming up because he doesn't just speak one time. He's speaking to us all the time. So it will resonate with us when we are starting to get on track exactly why he's bringing those pieces forward. So that's a part of the um, process. The other part is even questioning God to say, okay, so how are we doing this? Like, cause he gives big ideas and we're like, okay, so that's going to take a lot of effort and resources and how are we actually going to get this done? So I also sit and listen to God, but I also ask some questions just like that. Like, okay, so how is this getting done? Because, you know, I don't have that resource. And he's like, I know you don't. Your first step is to open the door, walk through it. I'm like, okay, we walked through the door. Now what? And I just continue that back and forward dialogue with God as a part of setting that intention. So I, I know you do the same practice, but I think that's an important piece that we sometimes skip over and we start the action without getting clarity. So that's the first part. You hit it spot on the head because immediately when you said that, I thought of Matthew 6 to 33, seek ye first the kingdom of God. It's like we seek us first and then we take it to God when it's supposed to be the other way around. Correct. Because Matthew 6 and 33, and I want to read it because I don't want to mess up God's word. It's clear. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added unto you. So what are the things? Yeah. The things that you're hoping for, the things that you're believing for, the things that you have put on your vision board, your to-do list, your goal list, those things, as long as they line up with his will for your life, yes, they're yeah. going to come to pass. Maybe not in your timing, 
But right. in his timing, and that's what I'm learning. Um, and it's funny you said how you have that conversation with him because when he tells me to do something, I said, "Okay, God, here I go. Right, catch me. <laughs> like here I go, catch me." I remember when he told me to start this podcast. I just celebrated three years. I knew nothing about it, and I still don't know much about it. But wow. here I go. Yeah, he has yeah. not told me to take my foot off the gas. He's not told me the season is up. So here I go. And yeah. every day I'm just trusting him to do his part. Yes. Because the goal for me is one changed mind, one mm -hmm. changed life. If I change one, then I'm worth it. If mm -hmm. I change one, then I've done my part. Yeah. And that's it. So I love this conversation about intentionality. And if y'all see me, those of y'all watching the video, I got pen and paper because I'm taking notes. So I hope if you're reading, you're taking notes. And if you're driving while you're listening, come back and listen to it again and take notes. And don't forget to share this. Don't be stingy. Share this video out with your friends. Share this podcast out with your friends, with your family, because it is time for us to be intentional. Right. Yes. So back to you, Kelly. What else you got for us? So I, I love that you have your paper and a pen because that's really the first thing you need is to begin to write the vision down. So Habakkuk 2 and 2 says, write the vision and make it plain so those that read it can run to it. And when you're running to something, you're helping to carry out what that vision looks like. And so I'm reminded of a vision God gave me to restore families. And part of that vision was for me to go back to school to get my PhD. And all the time I was like, God, but we don't have money to be doing that. That's going to be expensive. Da, da, da. And every time I would say, okay, can we stop doing this? He's like, are my family's restored? I'm like, no. He's like, so get back to it. And the other part of it was my A to Z parenting um, conference that I run. And for so long, I did everything myself. Last year was the first year we had a team. But because I had written the vision and I had the plan, then I could share it with them. They caught on and then they helped me to fulfill last year's conference. So we're going to be doing the same thing to, to um, again this year. So paper and pen is what you need to get started just to write it down. We buy all the things. We buy the beautiful journal and the poster boards and the magazines, but really you just need a notepad and a pen to write down what God says. So that's the first step. The next step is from what God gives you, you then want to set some goals. What are the goals to fulfill what he has given you as a mandate? So I know my goal is to restore families. So when I look at that, there's many avenues to it. One is getting my PhD, which is a whole trajectory. One is offering the A to Z parenting. And then the third one is actually developing people and whatever their dreams and ideas. So those are my three prongs of the one goal that God gave me. Every year I go through the same process and identify what are the goals for the year and then how do I accomplish those goals is the next part. So I write all of those things down. And then from there, we start to plot it out so that it shows up in our everyday life. So our goals could be a vision board. It could be a notepad with those goals written on. The main thing is that it has to be visible. 
So we're seeing it. And then what? We can run to fulfill that same vision because it's right there. So I make my goals visible in two ways. I have a goals journal that captures the whole year. So every month I plan in that goals journal. It's two pages, two pages layout, and I write down the goals. So at the end of a year, I then have a record of an entire years of goals. And I know if I've met it or haven't met it, and I have a record of where I've been. So that's my first uh, way I make it visible. The second way I make it visible is I have a dry erase board on my wall in my bedroom. Every month I write those three goals. And then I also write three things I'm focusing in for that month. Kelly, I write that board. Kelly, I got I to gotta ask the question. Okay. Right. I got to ask the question because I know my viewers are thinking the same thing. You're married, right? Yes. Now, is that vision board sexy in your bedroom? Is it sexy? No. You get away with that. The mister okay with the vision board in the bedroom? My bedroom, I have an extra little nook. That's my office space. And that's my space to do what I want. Right? Okay. So if you don't have that space, that's okay. The third way that I make it visible is I put it in my planner and literally it's two sticky notes and I write the same thing that's on those boards on those sticky notes. And in my planner that I carry with me every single day. So I'm flipping through it and I have it there. Why so many different ways? Is it overkill? No, because I may glance up at my wall when I'm doing my journaling in the morning, or I may totally miss that and flip through my journal and plan for the week. And then I'll catch it there. The main thing is that it's visible, it's where you can see it and you can refer to it. So about mid-month, like this week, I flipped open in my journal, looked at my goals, and I gave myself some check marks for things that I accomplished already. If I love it. And I can't know if I'm on track or not. So that's the main thing. Make it visible, whatever way that visible looks like to you. And I love it, but I love that you have it in your bedroom because yeah. I know in my single season, right? I have it in my bedroom. Yeah. But the fact that you and your husband are in agreement. Yes. You are aligned with your purpose. So you got your purpose partner. Right. right and it is in your bedroom and yeah. it may be off to the side, but it's still there. It's present. And I yeah. think that's important. That's why I asked the question, because a lot of times we get so caught up in that. Well, I can't do that. Or I can't have it that way. You can have it any way you and your mate come right. into agreement to have it. Exactly. Exactly. And that's what I love about that. So that's why I had to pinpoint that out because I, I'm scrolling social media and I'm listening to these conversations and I'm hearing excuses. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm hearing. So as you were talking, I'm sitting here and I'm like, I'm going to put my, I found a spot on my wall. Yeah. I'm going to hang my right there right now that I'm in a new space because I need to keep it in the forefront. I make it my screensaver. I make it, you know, parts of this and parts of that, but I need it in the forefront. So I like that. I wrote that down in my notes. Thank you for that. Yeah. And another, another tip is if you don't want people to know all your business, put it in a place that's only for you. It could be in your underwear drawer, on sticky notes, underneath thing. But you know, I'm going to pull it through and like, yep, this is my vision and keep moving forward. It doesn't matter where you put it. It matters that you read it. So you're reminded of it. 
my um, good friend, she uses her bathroom mirror. So she'll mm. take a erase marker. And if you go in her bedroom in her mirror, you'll see all this writing and scribing and it's her goals. It's prayer focuses, all those things. So do whatever makes sense for you. Um, I've also used in different seasons, just a sticky note and stick it in my car on the steering wheel to remind myself, here's my focus for today. Here's my focus. And so you just, you can make it in any way. And then you can take that sticky note off, stick it like on the front of your planner on whatever you're going to be going to, or use it on your refrigerator, wherever it is, but just make it visible. That's the main, that's the main thing. So you have your monthly goals. I mean, your goals for the month. Then I take those goals and I plug them in. I Well, go back. I take those goals and I make the action steps for those goals. And so those action steps, it says, this is what I want to accomplish this month towards my goal. And then I put it in my monthly calendar as a date with myself. Okay. So maybe it's every Friday, it's my self-care day. That's one of my goals. And I put a, a pink box around Fridays and I star, I say massage, gym, facial, one of those for each day of the month. I mean, day of the week. And then I know four times that month, I'm going to hit my self-care goal because there's a reminder on my calendar. So questions on that before I move forward. I love that. Um, I've been doing, I haven't planned out self-care probably as detailed, but I think maybe I have because like you, my self-care is very strategic. I have a solo date, right? Yeah. So I take myself on a date every single month. Um, my nails, nails have to be done. So that's twice a month. Um, I get my nails done, but I feel like I need a little bit more um, when it comes to that. So I want to flesh that out a little bit, but I do like how you've planned that. I'm very intentional. So one of the goals this year is to move my body. Yes. Right. And it's not, oh, I'm gonna move my body seven days a week because I haven't been. So I can't just start and jump all the way out there. So my goal is to move my body four days a week yes. and I have it on all seven days. And then I just make sure I got four boxes checked. That's so it. that's been very intentional for me. And so far, so good. I've been doing a really, really good job and it feels good. Yeah. It feels good. Not only one to move my body, but it feels good to check the box. Yes. Um, yeah. So that is my goal. And then this year I read a lot for personal development. Um, but I joined, I got back in a book club. And so now I'm reading for, um, just for relaxation. And yeah. so that is going to be one of my self-care projects. I, I made myself a point that I wanted to add certain things in my single season. So mm -hmm. they were already present and part of my habit. When God brought my, my mate to me, my purpose partner, when he brought him to me, I would already be moving in the way that I need to go. And hopefully he will be as well. So we could just merge together. So I do like those ideas. Yeah. And what, what I love that you've made it a habit and you have a goal, how many times you want to do it each week. If we learn to create a ritual around the habit that we make, we're more likely to actually do it. And so like my evening routine, I have my journaling routine. And so in my journaling routine, I want to be cozy. So I may have a cup of tea or hot cocoa um, or coffee, whatever. 
And so I have a little setup in my bedroom again with my teapot and my um, journal is right there next to it. And I purposely bought a plug-in tea kettle because it's in the room upstairs. So I don't have to go down and boil the water and get distracted. So everything is right there. And so I can plug in my tea kettle, put my tea um, bag or my loose tea in the um, container. And then as my tea is steeping, I can be sitting down, taking a few deep breaths, and then I can start my journaling or reading or whatever it is. And because I'm going to reach those specific goals. And so if you create that ritual, it helps you to make the habit to go forward. I love that. I want the one of the goals that I'm going to, I'm working towards is I want to be more diligent with um, journaling. Mm -hmm. I watch her Instagrams. I watch her Facebook posts and I'm like, look at her. She's a journal master. <laughs> and here I am hitting and missing with this journaling thing, yet when I do journal, I feel so good. Yes, yeah. I yeah. mean, it the release, um, the in tune with God, just it feels amazing to journal. And yeah. I just journal just like I'm having a conversation. Right. Um, but it feels great. But yeah. then, and every time I do it, then I'm like, why don't I do this more? I haven't mastered that part yet, but it is something um, that I plan to strive to yeah. increase my diligence in that area this year. And and think of it this way. Every time you journal, you've met the goal. So instead of thinking of it, 365 days, I journaled every day. You know, I had my same ritual. You showed up, whatever amount of time you showed up, you showed up and you met the goal. So sitting down at that one time and immediately, you know, you met the goal because your shoulders relax. You start breathing like at a normal breathing rate. You relax and you just kind of like, oh, that was amazing. So you met the goal instead of beating ourselves up about I haven't did it to this level or that level. There's no level. Just take the levels out and journal whenever you do. I have a prayer journal that I um, use when I go downstairs at my 5 a.m. prayer time, you can go, I started it, oh my God, 2021, this is 2024, and I'm in the same journal. I've made much more progress this year, that last year than I did years before. But the key is that there's a record that I showed up and I did my prayer time down there. And there's oh, a I love that. And I, I don't, love that. because I like, today I made it down this morning and I wrote, and it was at 8.30, it wasn't at 5 a.m. And I wrote in it, and the last entry in there was on the 9th of January. So this was my second time me making it downstairs this uh, month, but it's still progress, right? So you have you to- You know get what? You just made me feel so good. I hope my listeners got that too, because I needed that. I am very hard on myself. Right. So last year I started, and y'all do not be in my DMs making fun of me. So last year I started a journal and it's called Him. And there are there the purpose of the journal is letters to my future, right? To my purpose partner, to him. So when I think about him or when I'm praying for him, I write in the journal. And it's not every day, it's not every week, 
Um, and it's not every time I think about him, but that's the goal. And I was kicking myself because I'm like, girl, you're slacking. But you know what? As long as I'm continuing to show up, that's all that matters. That's and it. it doesn't even matter how much I write because it no. could just be thinking about you right. this day. And that's all I'm writing. Because yeah. I think the last uh, journal entry I wrote is I told him, I said, I gave my list to God. I tore my list up and I yeah. told God I want his list. I don't want my list because I don't know what I need. And that was the last entry. So you mm -hmm. made me feel a little bit better because I have a tendency to be hard on myself. And yeah. I'm sure because my listeners are me, right? That's normally how that goes is they feel the same way. We think if we're not doing it every day or if we're not doing it the way someone else is doing it, then we're not accomplishing something. And not so. Yeah. Not so in our own time, doing it our own way in our own life journey is the way it's supposed to be done. Because if I was doing it just like Kelly, now I'm a copycat of Kelly. Right. Which right. means I am a fraud. Yes. I need to be Erica Nicole. Kelly needs to be Kelly. She needs to do it her way and I need to do it my way. So Kelly, I feel like right there, we just freed a lot of people. Yes. I feel like somebody right there just got their whole life, their edges is snatched, they feeling free. They done took their lashes off in the whole nine because now they're like, wait a minute. I don't have to do it like the girl on Instagram or TikTok. No, yeah. you just have to do it like you. Take the you part. You just have to do it like you. Yes, that's it. I, I love that what you're doing is you're holding space. So when he comes, just imagine that you have this whole journal that you've been waiting for him. And it reminded me, Erica, of me when I was single and um, I was in my home. I had a Habitat for Humanity home and my girlfriend and I had created our list of what we wanted. It was in my closet so nobody could see. And I cleared my closet so he would have a space to put his clothes. I, I set a table space at the table and I would be like, oh, you can't sit there. You got to sit over here. And they're like, why? Who's sitting here? That's for my, my husband that's coming. Because in my head, I needed to be clearing space because I was used to inhabiting just my space in my own. And in creating that space, when he came over, we were still dating. He came over and he was cooking, which was one of the things on my list. And without me saying anything, he sat in that exact space at the table. I was like, oh my God, look at this. <laughs> you you know I want to scream. Anybody right? that knows me knows right now. I am like, pull up. I want to scream so loud because I'm sitting here at my desk uh -huh. and here is him. This is his journal. And that is my goal is when the time when God says so is this is the ultimate gift. Yeah. This yeah. is the gift. No matter how long it takes. Yes. This is the gift. God told me it would only be one journal. So that lets me know that I'm not going to have to get an addition and addition and addition. But right. this is the ultimate gift yeah. to know that I've been praying for you. I've been holding space for you. I've been preparing for you. Here it is. So that yeah. just gave me chills and it just done something to me because a lot of people don't. I, I have the steps that God has had me take are um, a little crazy, if I must say. Yeah. To where even it led me to giving up my own place. Yes. Yeah. 
got and it was in the process and this is kind of a sidetracking conversation but it's not because no. we're still talking about setting intentions yeah. um god gave me a redo so i got divorced in what 2020 i think mm -hmm. is when i got divorced 20 november 2020 um, and God promised me a redo. That's what he said. He said, we're going to do it and we're going to do it better. He, he told me a lot of things. Well, I never have been courted, although I've been married. I've never been courted. Um, I've never had the come to my mama's house to take me on dates. Like I've never been, I've never been through all of that. I just kind of got married, right? I had a kid, then that went away and then I got married. So I never experienced that. So here God takes me back to my mother's home. Now, this isn't the house I grew up in, but he's giving me that opportunity, right, to do it his way. Yes. Now I'm going to be courted. Now I don't have to move out of my apartment because I don't have an apartment. Now I it, it he got to provide. Yes, He has to be the husband and God is setting the pace. So yeah. I'm just, it's like really setting that intention. Not only are we writing the intention, but we're living it. He's living it. We're living the intention every single day in purpose. So when yeah. you had a place at the table and you yeah. protected that space, that's intentional. Yes. The closet space, yeah. that's intentional. That's to say, uh-uh, we're not playing about this thing. No. We're not playing. I'm in preparation for what is mine. I'm in yeah. preparation to be found so he can obtain the favor of the Lord. I love it because I have another friend that yeah. um went wedding dress shopping. Yeah. I have another friend that has her wedding dress hanging in her closet. Yes. Moving with intention, according yeah. to the Holy Spirit, but moving it with intention. Some people think it's crazy, but no, no, no. No. It is moving with intention in preparation for that manifestation of what yes. God promised you in that prophecy. I love it. And and so this is right in alignment. Nothing is by chance. So in the same way you have a journal for him, I had a journal for my children, a little um, small journal I bought from Barnes and Noble. I stamped this bear stamp on it, colored it with watercolors. And in it, I was writing to my children. I have their names in there, who they will be, scripture writings. And that's what I would pray over them. So my firstborn, I lost to, to a miscarriage. Joy Elizabeth was her name. So she was the first name that I wrote. And then my second born, Jason Josiah, and then Jeremiah Jarrell was a bonus. So I hadn't written anything about him because he was an extra, right? But in there, I wrote out scriptures about who they would be based on the what the scripture says. So I'm living in that today because I had the intention of writing it down. Another intention was that I knew I couldn't carry that vision by myself because I didn't have my kids until 40 and then 42, Jason and um, Jeremiah. And so the women of faith told me I needed to act like I was pregnant. I took a picture, stuffed my belly with pillows to imagine what I looked like. I put that picture up in my room on my mirror. They had, they made us carry a baby bag, me and my other sister, who were both believing older in our lives. And so we carried our baby bag. We would leave the baby bag at church and they were like, we're calling DHS. You didn't left the baby. I was like, they are just going too far. right? I remember hearing this story at yeah. 2023's A to Z parenting conference. Yeah. Yes. But the intention was for me to realize this will come to pass. 
because I did that, then other people start um, pouring into me. A young lady who was a single mom, three kids, prayed over me, brought me this basket of baby stuff to put in the baby's room. People bought paint for the walls because we're going to be painting before they even were conceived. And to know that who they are today is because of those intentional prayers that were set out and who they have become as young men aligns with everything that I wrote and I spoke. They oh, are they're such amazing young men. Ah. Right? So they are the vision made plain. So that's the weight of what intentions do when they're aligned with what God's purpose is for our lives. And so as we move forward, you want to like keep it visible and write it into everything you do in your weekly plan, in your daily plan. And so when it becomes a part of who you are, you look back at the end of the month, at the end of the year, and you realize I've met all the intentions that God had for me to meet me because you set your mind to do it. And it's more than I said in the first session, it's more than a vision board. It's more than pictures on a paper electronically or physical paper. It's keeping that vision forward and then doing the work to make it actionable, to move, move it forward, right? So when your hymn comes, he's not going to be wondering, you know, is this really the one? Like there will be confirmation on confirmation that there is an alignment. You won't be wondering, like, I don't know if I should make this choice. You already know what the um, choice will be, what the intention is set. Either it lines up or it doesn't. And if it doesn't line up, we don't move into that way. We only move by the things that God has set the intention for our lives. So that's like that. That is like the key. So I love this turn that we took in this conversation <laughs> because it's an intention are about every area of our lives, right? So beginning of the year is not just about wellness goals and to lose 40 pounds, about eating better. It's about every single area of our lives. So last thing I would share is that you also need intentions for every phase of your life. And so as a parent of a young child, my life and my intentions look very different. So my Bible study wasn't two hours um, by myself uninterrupted. It was in the bathroom, a 365-day devotional. Let me read this while I take a bathroom moment because I got to get up and go do the stuff. But every day I made that effort to read and that gave me enough you know, push to do it. My times now are longer because they're teenagers and I can put something on my door and say, don't disturb me. I'll be out in a bit. Dinner's already ready. Da, 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 da. And so if I've reshaped it, so be willing to reshape your intentions to fit your life, your existence, because your intentions may not look like your sister friend because you have different things going in your life, but you can still have them. You may like be on the job right now with the boss who does not respond. But you can decide, I'm going to stay here and just keep getting this disrespect or I'm going to go back to school or I'm going to read the books I need to read. I'm going to apply for the position and I'm going to research it and I'm going to get this entry level knowing I'm going to keep moving myself up. So use your intentions in every area of your life. Do y'all see, do you see why I had to have Kelly Ramsey back? 
because I knew we stifled it. I knew that there was more to it. And I cannot lie. She may come back again. I know she'll be back before the year is up. Yes. Um, we're going to probably do some live podcasting from the A to Z parenting um, conference this year. Guys, go connect with Kelly. Her information is going to be in the show notes. Um, you do not want to not connect with her. She is definitely a mover and shaker. And this is just one of the many facets of her. But if I don't know anything else, I know this is a lifestyle for her. This is not a, uh, a moment. This is not a buzzword. This no. is not uh, uh, a down situation. No, this is who she is. Exactly. And so I'm I'm over here like when we end this, I probably just got to get a shout on because I am so full. I have notes over here. Holy Spirit is giving me hot biscuits over here. I just feel like this was a much needed conversation. I really feel like I allowed everyone to listen to a counselor, a coaching session for me. That's what I feel like is I had my personal coaching session and I just happened to hit record and allowed everyone else to hear this. So whether you're listening on your favorite podcast platform or you're catching this video on YouTube or over on the Facebook page, make sure you click the link and connect with Kelly because you want to. She's going to be launching her own podcast this year. She's going to be having her second conference this year. She's going to be speaking all over the state and the internet yesterday. Yes, I spoke it into existence. <laughs> she is going to be doing it and you want to be a part of it. Um, right now, I'm so full, Kelly. So I'm going to let you have final words. Let them know how to connect with you, although it's going to be in the show notes. Go ahead and speak from your heart um, and just end this however you want to end it because I, I know there's something in there. So go ahead and wrap this up. So I, I do want to give an invitation to you all to join me for the launch pad, which will happen this month in January. So to do that, just go to my website and sign up for our mailing list so you get the information. So that's the first thing I want to offer. One of the pieces is that I strongly believe this is a year of partnership and connection. And so we don't have to do it alone. We don't have to sit in our room and be frustrated and figuring it out. We have community. You have this community. You have my community. And you have places where you belong and connect. So be sure to do that and do it quickly. And the other thing is, I would say, don't hesitate at writing down your intentions. Today, when we get off, take a piece of paper, God, what's your intention for this year and write it down and start there and then come join us in our community and we'll show you how to walk through the other pieces. The other thing I want to do is I really want to pray for you before we get off. You'll be able to uh, reach out to me on my website at developpeople.org. I'm on Instagram at developpeople and also on LinkedIn under Kelly Ramsey. So check those three places you'll be able to find some information that's helpful. So God, I just, one, I thank God for the intention that Erica has to speak life over everyone who is in her audience and listening's ears, God. God, I thank you that she is a vessel that you are using and a vessel of honor 
that she is consistent in all her things that you have given her to do. God, I thank you for every soul that is connected to Erica and to this podcast, that their year will not look like 2023. They will fulfill all that you have concerning them. They will have clarity. They will have direction. They will have guidance. They will have counselors and tools, people to come alongside to help them to reach those goals, God. And Lord, not only them, but their children and their generations, because they're going to set in order what will be the pattern for their family line and for their legacy. And so we speak that over them. God, we cancel every assignment of being unsure, of doubting, self-doubt, and of fear. And we speak the peace of God over their lives. They will fulfill all that you purpose and design them to fulfill when you brought them to the earth realm. That's your mandate over our lives, God. So we accept it. We walk in it. And we'll be confident to roll out the things that you have for us. And Erica, thank you so much for allowing us to pray over your audience and over your year. And it will be a great success. Oh, my God. This, whoo, I'm so full. Um, I know God is well pleased. This right here was amazing. Kelly, thank you. Thank you for being obedient. But thank you for showing up in your authentic self and sharing yourself with the listening and viewing audience. You have flat out made my whole day and week. I know this is just going to be amazing. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You know, you always have a seat here at Speak Life with Erica Nicole. All you got to do is let me know and we're going to make it happen. Um, you are truly, truly one of my favorite co-hosts. So thank you for joining us and thank you for giving everything that you gave because you you definitely didn't hold anything back. You weren't a gatekeeper in this moment. You let us in and you and you really showed us how to do it. So I appreciate you so, so very much. Thank you. Thank you. Talk All right. Until next time, we'll, we'll see. Woo! I'm so full. I don't even want it to end, but I know we have to let it end. I want it to just go on forever. But I just, I can't even stop smiling. Just thank you so very much. You're welcome. Thank you. Let me tell you something. If you did not get your whole life from part two with Kelly Ramsey, I don't know what to tell you. Like I said before, share it. Don't be a gatekeeper. Do not hold this information for yourself. Download it. Listen to it again. Come back and watch the YouTube video. If you're not catching it on YouTube, comment. Share with us what your takeaways were. We want to know how we can serve. Don't forget to connect with Kelly and come back and see your girl next week. I love you guys and it's nothing you could do about it. This is your time. So in 2024, we're going to do two things. We're going to continue to heal happy, right? But we're going to also live boldly. Remember, God says to let our light so shine before men that they will see our good deeds, but give glory to him. And that's what this is about. So it's shine time, baby. Go shine your light. Have a great one. Bye-bye.